0: everyone, to a, um, another edition of Sucker Free Sunday, Got Five On It, uh, the podcast that explores storytelling through music, lists, and conversation with dope people. Um, I'm Devoya Mayo, but y'all can call me D. My trusty co-host is Jason Delgado, commonly referred to as Cloudy J. Um, he is unable to join us today. Um, so it's going to be an all-girl um, empowerment type situation today, as my guest is the lovely author educator and poet, Miss Jamie Moore. Welcome to the show, Miss Jamie Moore. How you doing? Thank you, I'm doing good, I'm doing good. 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 I'm so glad that you agreed
1: to Say that again? As good as you can be in 2020, I guess.
0: Well, we probably gonna get into it because (laughs) your, your playlist speaks volumes to like still just doing the damn thing, even in stressful situations and circumstances. Which I personally appreciated this week when you sent it. So I was just like, you know what? This is for the culture. <laughs> um, and it's probably just how you roll, I would imagine. Yeah. Yes. I know. I, I know who you are. <laughs> so um, before we get into it, into the playlist, um, can you share with me and the listeners how you stay sucker free? If indeed you are able to do that. <laughs> at least on a Sunday?
1: Oh, I, I love that question. Um, because I would say most of the week, I am not sucker-free. I am here trying to fight all the suckers all day long, and it takes all of my energy. Um, but I think the way that I can bring myself together, especially on a Sunday, is... Finding like one area of my home to kind of tidy and make it feel cozy and mm-hmm. turn on some good music and just chill. When I was young, I used to spend some time on a website called AZ Lyrics that had like user generated <laughs> versions. of.
0: Like I remember this.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It was it was big for me in like the early 2000s. And I would just play a song over and over again until I could um, get the lyrics. And now Apple Music has lyrics that will pop up on the screen. So oh, I, I would it. chill in a corner until I know a song up and
0: down. <laughs> so you got it. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I like it. Because this is like a Free Got Five on it. So you got it. Yeah. <laughs> um, And because I didn't do a thorough introduction, because I like guests to share what they would like to share, not necessarily how I see my dope guests. Um, Do you feel comfortable giving a little bio, or did I do enough and we just want to get into it? I would like for you, because I want this to be sucker-free for you as well. Tell me how you want to roll today.
1: Ooh, okay. Well, firstly, I think you did an excellent job. Um, And it's interesting for me, because I think... In this moment, some of my titles have rearranged, right? You know, when people ask you, who are you? And right. you land on one thing and then, and then the next thing, kind of what's taking precedence in your life. Um, so I think right now I'm an educator first right. because there's so many battles that are happening in the classroom. Right. I'm a student after that. And I think writer comes third right now. And, and that's just because of everything going on in the world, it's really hard to find, or at least to come back to that creative mind.
0: To come home to that. hmm Because it has to feel like home, like that part of you, because yes. it feels like that to us as um, participants in this whole thing with you, we definitely feel like that's the home base. So that's probably why I said it first,
1: Mm-hmm. because
0: that's how I receive you. Um, but I, I would imagine, especially in 2020, educator is probably at the forefront of most of the things you are involved in. Yeah, yeah.
1: And, and it's interesting. I've been thinking about that a lot, especially just feeling fatigued. Like, is that the right way to be thinking about who I am? How do right. I switch the order of those titles? But right. the more that I put pressure on myself to do that, um, the harder it is, I think, to, to come back to that creative
0: space. To come to, to home but, but you, you know, and this interview isn't my interview, it's your interview, but I will say this, um, over the years, I don't know how to introduce myself because I have, there's so many versions of myself. Right. that Um, people don't identify with some parts of them. If I say community organizer, um, there's a grand scope of folks that know me as community organizer or if i say dj there's a smaller fraction of that um if you say writer it's all there's just it 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 varies based on who i'm with and what it is they want to see because Mm -hmm. after a while it's really not up to us any longer it's up to the folks that meet us every day Mm -hmm. um and it's it's both good and bad. Sometimes I don't identify with, you know, some of the monikers I've had in the past. I don't feel like a writer or I don't feel like a community, you know, organizer or, you know, any myriad of things. And sometimes I don't know which one to pick because they all just seem necessary. So I also think it's how folks perceive you, um, especially in this day and time. And I've just learned to let go and be like, yeah, if you just know me as you know monica's sister that's who i am today for you Um, (laughs) or whatever so yeah i like that thank you so um i just want to thank you for taking the time out and joining us the way that um this particular podcast works is we like to ask um folks in the community that we respect that we think are you know fun and entertaining and just all around, you know, dope people um, to create a five song playlist based on a theme or a question, and then break that down um, as to what those songs mean to you and why Um, you created an excellent playlist based on five songs to start classes with. Mm -hmm. Um, Would you mind talking to me a little bit about that and why one would require such a thoughtfully um, empowering set of songs on the first of the class what what does that mean to you miss Jamie?
1: Mm. well I always start the day with music whether it's a song with lyrics or my students know me for playing like lo fi beats in the morning too really yeah yeah Word. nice <laughs> well I just I just feel like it creates it creates a vibe in a space as I know, you know, well, right. We, we walk into this like cold, you know, fluorescently lit yeah. classroom and it's like, how do we make this our space mm-hmm. um, in the past couple of years, the, the way that the spaces that we're in have been policed have been like more and more with more and more scrutiny. Right. We used to be able to like put up posters in the classrooms, even though we switch around classrooms at my college and, um, things that made it feel like our space when we walked into it. And now it's like everything's got to be blank. Everything is just, <laughs> it's just cold, right? So, right? so that's always important to me to to kind of create a sense of warmth, to create a sense of movement of the air, of the breath <laughs> kind of in that space. Um, and I'm always looking for music That helps me feel empowered in the space. Yes. Yes, it's about my students, but it's also about me. And I say that because teaching is a performance. (laughs) And I didn't know that when I first started Yes, I'm I take the first five minutes of class and it's really me hyping myself up. You know, like <laughs> I pretend like the lyrics are also for them because they uh-huh. are hot, right. But I'm also like, yeah, yeah. Like in my head, I'm like, OK, yes, you're the best. So yes. like, you know, you know what you've got. <laughs> uh-huh. um, so that's that's part of the the motivation behind the
0: the songs that I that I lined up for class. I love this. I love this conversation in general because you said educating is a performance. And when you do different sorts of projects in the community, you have to look at it in that way too. I look at everything. I don't tell people that I think of it as a performance, but you have to warm. And I, it is a crowd. Your students are a crowd. Let's just, they legit are a crowd. And I find it necessary in every space that I participate in. If I'm in the front of the room, I have to decolonize that room. And for me, the best way to do that is through music. And you just expressed that same um, um, style of making a space your own. And it does. You can, um, you can really move the crowd, for lack of a better term, <laughs> um, by what you choose. You know? Um, it's, you know, it's music therapy at its you know, most viable form. So good for you. Mm -hmm. uh so shall we get into it because this is a podcast we will um, discuss these thoroughly but with this airs your um playlist will be on our spotify um sucker free sunday page where folks can go and they'll see your podcast as well as your playlist and all the other folks that we've been interviewing this summer um you know we're trying to stack them up so when we get going um, we're, on um, a good, um, you know, little track there. Um, mm-hmm. but I'm so happy about this first track. Um, and I hope folks, um, get the literary references throughout, I hope throughout so. many of your, your choices. And I, 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 know you, so I get what that's about, but I want <laughs> you to talk about it as well. So you chose Octavia by Jamila Woods for track one. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's, let's. Let's delve into the importance of having that as your lead song on this five-track playlist. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Well, firstly, Jamila Woods is- The truth!
1: Everything right now. Like, I don't know if I would be able to handle myself Mm. (laughs) the way that I'm able to handle myself with other people lately without her music. Like, the first thing I'm turning on you know, five minutes before the meeting to both hype myself up and calm myself down. Wow. So I, I think there's a way in which through the arrangements, through her lyrics, but especially the intention behind her songs, mm-hmm. that like, you know, it's made for us, right? Yes. Specifically, for no denying it. Yeah. Um, Octavia Butler, who um, the song is named after, is a writer who knew. <laughs> she already knew. She already knew. One, one of my mentors, uh, Tanana Reebdu, has started a webinar series with, um, with another scholar, Dr. Monica Coleman. And they've been going for weeks and weeks and <laughs> talking about Octavia Butler's work and what? the Parable series in particular i'm mm-hmm. sorry that i didn't
0: send you that link already but okay I, no okay
1: uh,
0: i should be taking notes during my own interview right now because you always give me like good tidbits continue <laughs> yes
1: and if those who are not familiar with the parable series there are two books that octavia butler wrote parable of the sower and parable of the talents and people are talking about them a lot right now because in that book or in both of those books, you have a character who's living in this kind of post-apocalyptic world that looks way too close to what we're inching towards right wow. now. there is a dictatorship kind of leader who sounds very, very familiar to our current president, including the slogan, like she got the slogan. Wow. <laughs> the kind of make our country great again. Um, so there's something so like prophetic in her work that we cannot deny um so octavia butler's writing in itself has been speaking to a lot of people especially in this moment as a figure she's incredible Um, she was kind of a, a recluse until her writing became more well known and then she had friends in the literary community but she in her papers which have been collected and are stored right now at the Huntington Library down in the LA area Mm -hmm. um, she would write affirmations to herself like I am going to write a best-selling book everyone's going to be educated by my book and one of her famous phrases is so be it see to it and so that is a phrase that that I just repeat over and over again so when Jamila Woods came out with this album, Legacy, uh, and I saw a song by Octavia, I'm like, I already know. This is going to yeah. change my life. And yeah. she starts this song by saying, don't ever let a textbook scare you. Woo! I was like, whoa, hey, okay, here we go, here we go. Right? <laughs> and so important that she starts there because the current fight that, that we're having in education is like, how do we decolonize the classroom Mm-hmm. Really, how do we decolonize our curriculum? How do we break down the fact that these books that have been shoved at us for years and years reflect nothing of our experience, nothing of our language? Right. Um, I just gave a talk at my college where I said to them, my education has been violent at every single step because from the moment I started, even though I look the way I look and I have a mixed ancestry, I grew up in a Black community. I grew up with folks who came out to California in the Great Migration and did not leave behind their language and did not leave behind some of their traditions. So I was raised in specific traditions. Once that became apparent to my teachers in school, it it was either lose that so you can be successful or it was tokenizing me so that I could educate them. Um, so there's, there's something there, like not only for me, like coming into this position of power, right. And, and the imposter syndrome that I deal with day by day, right. reinforced by the comments of my colleagues, reinforced by the administration, reinforced by these rigid course outlines that tell me what I'm supposed to teach and how I'm supposed to teach it and we're supposed to stick to this standard American English that I don't even speak if we're being real Mm -hmm. you know I put commas everywhere that's what my students girl put them everywhere (laughs) because I want to stop with meaning
0: you know God, I'm so glad you said that I am the um I'm not a friend of the Oxford comma, I'm sorry. I just, um, the way that I speak is the way that I write. And it, it was often a battle um, that I was not willing to give up because I like the way I speak. I don't wanna conform to any other you know, social norm that will supposedly, air quotes, help me do better and whatever it is I choose. I'm all right with where I am. And so many people don't get to that point because mm-hmm. they don't allow us to. So yeah. your fight is a fight for everyone, quite mm-hmm. honestly. And that's unfair to you, but it's something that black women across the diaspora do um, on, a, on a daily basis.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Just It just is. And we recognize that. And every time someone tells me a story about some um, unfortunate circumstance, and a corporate or non-corporate environment, let's, let's not, be, nobody is off the table on this one, where they had to defend themselves, it was always with the caveat, so the next person don't have to deal with this.
1: Hmm. We don't know
0: if that next person does or doesn't, but every little push and the direction of change is helpful to all of us, especially in academia. And so I would imagine listening to something by jamila woods because if i'm if i'm not um if i'm correct is the entire legacy album because the only songs that the other songs that i've only heard on there are giovanni Mm -hmm. and baldwin so does every song on that um lp um reference is a literary reference about us or am i they're not all literary references but they all
1: are Black figures, some musicians, some artists. So she has Basquiat is one song. Um, She starts... Oh, wait, I know that song. Yeah, that song is... Okay. That's my other favorite song. (laughs) Yes, I forgot about that joint. Yeah. Um, And what does she start with? She starts with Betty for
0: Betty Davis. Okay, you know what? Why am I sleeping? I need to the, like we don't we do the track thing now. I don't like that and I don't like that about myself like get the whole full breadth of everything stop doing oh I like these two this I gotta get back to that full um, she she does have one song for Frida though and it's
1: it's it's just so well done it's like yes we claim her too
0: <laughs> yes we clearly ah <laughs> uh, uh, such a great way to start Which I will, the song is forever. Mm-hmm. And um, I, there's two things. One is, I will say I slept on Saw for quite a while because one of my favorite groups was Saw And so every time I would click and it wouldn't be Saw I would feel some type of way. So I would never listen fully. Um, and then I think maybe sometime last year I finally did. And I'm just like, oh, okay, it's okay. I can I can like a saw rock and a saw rock. It's all good. Um, so based on this track, um, how do you shine on them? And I know all the ways, because mm-hmm. you just do. But Forever is quite literally about shining on them. And yes, why did you pick this song? And how do you shine on them? Ooh, I love that. I
1: love that. Um, that's exactly how I feel. When I turn on this song in a classroom, it's like the sun has risen. We are ready. I feel at my best, Um, I feel like I shine on them by by not meeting their expectations. (laughs) And that's something I've had to work really, really, really hard on. Really? Because I have been a chameleon my whole life,
0: you know? Out of necessity, probably.
1: Out of necessity, out of social and physical survival, if someone, you know, I, I'm so used to people assigning me an identity that yeah. they feel fits me. And I don't, I don't know if you've heard of this term double consciousness by Du, du Bois. He wrote, um, he wrote about it in his book, um, oh my gosh, Spiritual Strivings, Something Spiritual Strivings. Why am okay. I forgetting what the rest of that title is? but you can find it if you search spiritual strivings and du bois he talks about the concept of double consciousness and part of the idea of double consciousness is being aware of who you are and how people will will perceive that but also being aware of how other people perceive you and negotiating your identity to meet that perception mm. so i i walk into a room and depending on how i'm dressed or how my hair looks or the kind of language that's being used in that room and how people address me. I'm like, okay, so this person does not know I'm a woman of color, (laughs) thinks that I have this kind of education. Like I can, I can sense that, right. I'm so used to having to like read people that way Mm -hmm. and then meet them where they're at. So if I walk into a department meeting, well, not anymore, that's the shining. But when I first started, I was like, okay, I have to assimilate into this culture, right? Because I need to make some money and I need to help feed my family and all those things. Right. So I was like, oh, hello, Jamie, how are you? Oh, I'm great. It's so good to see you. Let's talk about student learning outcomes, right? Mm-hmm. And just this like lilt to my voice and adopting all of
0: their acronyms and all of this. Can I, can I stop you right there? This, is, this mm-hmm. is such a great, can I ask how you feel in that moment when you do that? Because we've wow. all done it, yeah. And you just feel awful. You're like, I don't want to. I don't want this in this moment.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and until you reach that point, you are always going to be in those spaces. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I. I think when I turned thirty is when it ceased because I just no longer. Thirty was just so magical and informative to me as a woman of color. No but forget that as, as a black woman mm-hmm. just recognizing this narrative that's already shaped and formulated for me from birth that's not it yeah this is who i am and i don't wish to change in order to fit in anywhere it's not easy though it really comes at a at a cost in other areas but i feel good when i leave a room i'll tell you that yes so in that moment you you have to feel some some type of way when you yeah
1: absolutely and and part of it was because they wanted every piece of me right <laughs> right they get it they wanted my language they questioned the way my hair looked um someone you know in her sweet well-meaning old lady with wedge, her heart with, her, kind of way told me that if I wore some cardigans, maybe people would respect me more.
0: Girl, you, you know what? <laughs> that old old navy type of thinking kills me. You know? Yeah. <laughs> no, uh uh-uh. uh. Mm-hmm. Because you always and then,
1: Yeah, and and then I stopped doing that. Like, <sighs> if 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 we're gonna get really real though, and and this is this is where I have to be clear in acknowledging my privilege, right? And and some of that racial ambiguity that comes with having lighter skin is that like moving, once I got hired full time, I dropped the act. All all bets are off. All of it was gone. (laughs) And, And these people were gobsmacked, right? They were like, who? Did we let in? And I'm like, yeah, I got you. I'm not who you think I am. And that's, that's how, how you shine, shine on them. them. That's how I shine on them. Is like now that I am here, it is time to make room. And right. it is with the privilege that I carry on my body that got me in. A lot of hard work, right? Like I of I worked work my butt off too, but I cannot, especially in this moment of time, not reflect on and attribute some of that success in that moment in that college to my privilege. Mm. And then I I walked in one day and I was wearing leggings as pants. And because I was they are a shirt that says not here for your eurocentric beauty standards <laughs> and my hair was out and I said what's up to my homie and then and then one of the ladies in the back she shifted in her seat and goes well, she's comfortable. I'm like, "Oh, Wow. As you know,
0: welcome. Welcome. Wow. That is the loudest, most indirect comment ever. She's Mm -hmm. comfortable. Yeah. She just told on herself, you're Mm -hmm. not supposed to be. None of us are. Yeah. We're always supposed to tiptoe around that when we know it's in the room. think your students on the first day of class, <laughs> if you share the playlist, um, have to feel that too, because you're giving them license to, to be who they are and appreciate it and celebrate it. And, um, you know, we don't have to leave it at home when we, when we yeah. leave the house.
1: But it's, it's a delicate dance still, I think. I, I work very closely with another instructor because we teach in a cohort program. And mm-hmm. I'm very much about coming to my classroom, talk how you want to talk, be how you want to be. And she pulled me aside, and, and, and we had a conversation. And she was like, this is good and all. And I also want them to survive these other spaces. Yeah. So how do we find that, that middle ground? And like, I hate a middle ground and I can say that now because I have the privilege of full-time employment mm-hmm. to be like, if you're middle ground, I can do whatever I want now. That's, that's tenure. Right. But, but I also need to make sure that my students are armed with that same ability to kind of read those spaces. And, and I yeah. I hate talking about it in that way. I hate, teaching them code-switching, right? Um, and, and what I aim to do now is to push them to be closer and closer to their authentic selves, but be able to, to advocate for themselves in different ways, right? Um, I mean, it's
0: a matter of safety. That's right. I, I think it's something to be commended for, mm-hmm. not you know, be upset. We, that's mm-hmm. just how we survive. Yeah. Um, quite frankly. And now it's very important um, to instill that in folks mm-hmm. in, a, in a thoughtful way. And I think something like a playlist designed in the fashion that you've designed it really is helpful.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's not subliminal. <laughs> mm-hmm. it ain't sublim- let, let alone if you show the video. Like if you have the, that available oh, too, then God. it's even. It was beautiful, right? Yes. I mean, you just feel comfortable in spaces where you're not meant to feel comfortable. So kudos to them. I forget the title us, us, Mm -hmm. us. I've not been familiar with Filipino hip hop, um, or any of these artists. Can you talk a bit about, um, how you happened upon um, this group of dope women? Because I wouldn't imagine it would be something readily available uh-uh. and how this fits into um, the playlist thing tonight. Yeah,
1: I got really lucky at a, at a training. I, I teach in this program called Puente on my campus. And we have these really amazing um, professional development sessions we all get together once a semester. And they invite different guest speakers. And one of those speakers, his name is um, Anthony Blackshear. And I believe it was in his presentation that he played this video of Ruby Ibarra. And yeah, I had not heard of her before. Like she is new to me. But this song, you know, and and part of it is um, in, uh, oh my gosh, dropping it to Gallup. There we
0: go. Um, oh, I was wondering which language I, I believe that's what it is. Um, okay. I saw a lot of indigenous clothing as well and was trying to place, um, but couldn't, mm-hmm. which is kind of cool. Cause it makes you do some research if yeah. you're, you know, into that. I don't, I don't know every single
1: thing these lyrics say, right. But uh-huh. what that hook Brown woman rise, they got nothing on us, nothing on us. <laughs> F a story arc if it don't involve no matriarchs. Our mother's work from the ground up, They crafting air, right? Like building something out of nothing. There's something so powerful. And and I think this song is just like a song of unity, right? Here I am, a, a Black mixed race woman teaching in a program of primarily Latinx um, students mm-hmm. so I, I think this song for me is, is a moment of like cultural connection like we're in this together we have struggles that, that are communal we have um, ancestors that are you know that are all looking over us we have yes. legacies and traditions that are way way deeper than the crap that they fed us you know in our history books so where do we find that commonality so that we can build that community and be stronger for it
0: it's such a beautiful song that I had to leave Spotify and go to YouTube so I could visualize it. And it was (laughs) like, like all the other songs on the list, it takes it up another notch, Um, which you don't get to say very often, you Mm -hmm. know? So Mm -hmm. um, yeah, just love. Um, Mm -hmm. So if anyone out there is looking for um, a new artist, maybe to check out, I really recommend uh, Ruby Ibarra. And you can find this information uh, when you subscribe to our uh, Suck a Free Sunday podcast over on Spotify um, and all the other songs that we're talking about this evening. Let's get liberated, though. Woo! Because that eventually has to be the goal, right? My students got so tired of this song. (laughs)
1: Iffy! On it every day. I was like, every morning, I'm like, let's get liberated.
0: That's right. Miss Blount, we're, okay, we're liberated. We're liberated. <laughs> Girl, I'm sorry. I would love to be in your class because I wanna be liberated too. And this is such a good way to do that, to, to offer these sorts of little, you know, nuggets of wisdom um, disguised as a song, right? I'd never really listened to Dej Loaf. Is it Dej Loaf before? I
1: think so, yeah, yeah.
0: Um, but love Leon Bridges, but was, and I've come to really love him in the last maybe two years because I think he's gotten liberated too. Yes. I, yes. Do you feel that? Like, I felt like it was, um, he, I've always felt like he could sing and all of those things, but I always felt like, who's his um, publicist? Or, you know, I don't know, because it felt too contained and too, not perfect, but it was very, um, so curated. Yes, girl. Mm-hmm. But you could feel like there's some, there's something there. And I just feel like in the last couple of years, it's, it's all there for us now. And I feel it and I like it and liberated. just takes it to another level. Let's talk about it.
1: Mm-hmm. I love especially I'm, I'm definitely a lyrics person how there's so many different references embedded in this song right for the ones rocking lace friends uh, <laughs> <Yes>. the <but> introverts <laughs> right and and even like shout out to, to the people who don't understand like we're still here for you you can still join the movement mm-hmm. and and literally like get up off your feet Right, like this, yeah. is, this is a song that celebrates that, that movement. Um, and one of the things that, that I really like to do, weather permitting, pandemic <laughs> permitting, right, is taking the class outside every now and again. And just, I, I can have a silent class for like 30 minutes, and they're just looking at me bored and tired and don't want to talk. But the second I'm like, we're going outside. There's something that like activates this like inner <laughs> kid in us. Yeah. And I, as soon as we go outside, I have to be like, shh. Like there's other classes, okay? Like let's walk in over. You let's walk uh-huh. And I'm ushering like 20 year olds like they're kindergartners. But
0: I've but seen you usher your kids. students. They're like, it's you're. Uh, it's so cute. Because you're a very small woman and (laughs) you have all these students behind you and you look so um, like a mom, like ushering her children. And they're so like wide-eyed and open and they ask questions. And it really is a beautiful thing to see you usher your students around. Um, I don't know if you recognize that, but bystanders do.
1: I I love it. And I, man, I I miss being with them in person so much right now. It's just so, so different. But, but yeah, I just, I just love showing them the video for this song because there's so many different people represented in in it. And this, again, this sense of community of coming together and coming together around this idea of finding freedom. And especially within the confines of a classroom, how do we find freedom? We find it, in the way that we talk to each other, we find it in the things that we read. We find it by walking out of the classroom and making any space a space of of gaining that, you know, intellectual freedom.
0: Right. Good call. I like the juxtaposition of that. Let's go outside. Yeah. We liberated. Come on. Read it. <laughs> because you end um, with me by Oshun. Um, and I'm not sure whether or not our listeners are familiar um, with this deity, but would do you mind sharing a little bit about um, Oshun, but then also talking about um, the track and why you chose it? Mm-hmm. Um,
1: so I believe it is in the Yoruba. Yes. Religion, right. Oshun is, is a, deity who embodies the ocean, the rivers. There's um, just water in general, um, love, sensuality. Um, and and I think she's known as one of the most powerful of the Orishas, right? There's- uh, Yes. So there's this beautiful like energy that's associated with the, with Oshun and, and the conjuring of Oshun. So I, there's, for me there there was so much meaning in even finding a group that named themselves <laughs> after I was like no this is about to be everything because <laughs> you, you can't, can't really, call yourself that in good yeah, right. and you, not embody freedom right. and love and spirit and like the erotic right like all of that is 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 embedded
0: in in the kind of
1: prophecy of Oshun. Mm-hmm.
0: It's not a fair weather uh, terminology. You can't just throw that out there and not come with it. Right. So, right. Yeah. right. so you like started at the top and you end at the top. You really, you um, encapsulated all these different vibes, but they all say the same thing. Mm. We are greater than we understand. Yeah. Um, and you want to share that with others. That's yeah. what I got from that. I yeah. don't know.
1: Yeah, I I love this song so much. Um, Just the the first verse is like, I can go off if I want to. I can show off if I want to. And that last part of it before the bridge is got my confidence with no help. Especially as someone who has dealt with imposter syndrome for so long. It's taken me this long. It it took me into the 30s. The the 30s are feeling real magical right now. They are. (laughs) Yeah. I don't need anyone to validate that for me. No, I can walk into a room, look around, and know I'm like they say I'm the baddest in this beat, right? So let's go ahead and get this, up. Let's yes. get this done. Uh huh. <laughs> if, if the person in charge can't get it done, then I'm gonna take it over. Yes, and we're gonna make stuff happen. I'm not gonna sit here all day waiting on some whiny white man to try to figure out what we need. No, so. I think that's that's what's so beautiful about this song and it comes back to the chorus of just repeating me, me, me over yeah. and over again, right? Like emphasizing that self-love, um, almost like a chant. Um, one of the things that has been really saving me and I think to kind of circle back to the beginning, like helping me stay sucker free is finding where the the creative and the academic come together and I found that in the work of Alexis Pauline Gums, who has put together lots of different, um, different lessons and, and things like that, that I think are accessible, that kind of bridge that gap between academia and community. But the thing that's resonated with me the most is this movement that she calls the Feminist Breathing Chorus. And she said one of the things that helped her survive both academia and the troubles in her lives was to find phrases from Black feminists and use them as mantras, as chants. And that's what led her into meditation. That meditation didn't make sense to her before she sat down with Harriet Tubman's phrase, my people are free, and repeated that over and over again until she realized, whoa, that is is in the present, and that is is visionary, and that is is future. And that is embedded in who I am in my DNA, right? This is me, me, me. So right. yeah, this, this work speaks to, to that. It speaks to kind of bringing together for me that confidence, that, um, that standing on, on the foundation of, of all of the work that those who have come before us have put into to make our lives as right. easy as they are, right? Comparative to what was mm-hmm. the past. Um, and also like finding that faith to move forward, especially right
0: now. Oh my gosh, especially right now. And I think that's why I resonated so much with this with this playlist. I didn't recognize that I needed it until it was there. Yeah. Like you just boxed it all up, all, you know, pretty in a bow and little by little. And I will say the last song was the song I had the most, um, um, not problem because it's not a great song. It is a great song. But the course, the me part, I'm not super used to um, thinking of me in that way mm. so readily. Um, yeah. It's not that I, and I don't dislike myself or any of those things, but we often, um, as Black women, I feel um, me's not at the top of the list very often, yeah. not by design well, or maybe by design. I don't know. But and so when it is, it makes it a little. You make my shoulders get a little tense. Like, mm-hmm. can I do that. Is that allowed? Um, and if it is allowed, how? You know. So you you've just just done an excellent job of um, putting together a sucker free Sunday uh, Got Five on it playlist that I think others will utilize uh, in their daily lives. Also, I just I love it. Any shout outs before we uh end this uh beautiful conversation today
1: mmm shout out to my students
0: that's what's up
1: i miss you Aww. and they and they give me life literal physical life and i feel i feel the drain um right now and i'm and i'm really lucky to have friends that are close um brenda venezia who you know who is, up. is a pillar in our community she is. Our community, community luckily we live close so we'll drop off little presents on each other's porches oh, we're love Stay it. sane, and we're, we're trying to plan the next revolution you know good what, what do we need here and what do our young creatives need here and everything? everything yeah yeah <laughs> and and how do we do that how do we start that in this moment so right. i'm i'm looking at all of my students in the streets of a town like visalia like i i couldn't dare and they're yeah. like, what, what are we going to be afraid of? Mm-hmm. And I say, here's my number. Call me if you need bail. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> they are doing it. They are doing it Order. in a way that I don't think our generations have the courage, the audacity, the strength of spirit. So yes. I think I've been on the phone with, with my dear friend, Brenda, and just talking about that, talking about how in awe we are of yeah. people right now and how, grateful we are to be able
0: to, to lead them in their intellectual journey. Yeah. To support that, to support that.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Well, I commend your work. I commend Brenda's work. I thank you for agreeing to this interview today. So good. Um, I want to thank our listeners and we hope you enjoyed getting to know this week's guests and we invite you again to like and subscribe uh, to suck a free Sunday podcast over on Spotify. Uh, we start building this momentum. And before you know it, we're going to have a sucker free society. That is the goal. Um, In the meantime, we'll have some dope interviews, some cool playlists, and some swag. Uh, And, you know, we start off and we end in the way that um, is best for all. So thank you so much for being with us tonight, Jamie. And I look forward to um, the day when we can be sucker free in person again. I am so ready. All right. Thank you so much. You're welcome. (laughs) Stay safe. Be good. You too. All right.